Nation. Fueled by C4, Cellucor, and Extend. Use the code Clydesdale to get 20% off the checkout at C4Energy.com. On Clydesdale Media, where we bring you the widest array of content here on our YouTube channel. Make sure you like and subscribe to the channel. Hit that notifier so you first know when new episodes are available. is going on everybody welcome to thursday night crossfit talk i'm scott Switzer. she is jamie latimer bringing the gun show every week that's what i'm here for i'm all bundled up in a hoodie and you're going sleeveless yep um still feeling festive festive. so i listen every time i looked at your instagram you were on a boat on a lake i was so jealous how was your 4th of July? It was wonderful. Like there was like a little bit of clouds um, a couple of the days, but it was beautiful weather overall. And I got a ton of sun. I don't even know if you can tell, but I have like major yeah. raccoon guys going. Um, but yeah, I got a lot of, a lot of sun, got to be out on the water, did some sand dune climbing one day, um, took the dinghies out and watched the fireworks. Um, but yeah, my sister's got a, extremely nice boat and it's wonderful to be included on some of those adventures my wife and i just watched tommy boy the other night and every time i hear dingy it just makes me howl. um then how was it getting back in the gym rough (laughs) i told you that when i got back i was like oh like four days three days off hurt um I did not feel great on Wednesday so yesterday was my first day back we got back to fourth Tuesday like evening um and I was gonna try to get myself into the gym and do we had done a hero wad earlier in the day with the members but when I got back I was gonna try to do it alone and I could not muster up the motivation I wish I would have I think I would have felt better on um hey Travis um I would have felt bad better yesterday had I done a little bit on Tuesday, but sorry, I felt better today. How did that all go with? Say that again, you broke up to me. So you're doing a new bit of programming and she's staring at the screen like she still can't hear me. I can hear you now. Um, so I'm sure Tristan was okay with you taking a couple days off and just clearing the, clearing the mind. Yeah. So that was like the most stressful thing was I was, we were supposed to come home Monday. Um, and I kind of, kind of knew Monday was going to be like a hit or miss day. Um, but I messaged him while I was out there and just like, Hey, everyone kind of wants us to stay another day. Um, and I'm like, I'm sitting here like fretting over what I'm going to miss. And I guess I just kind of need like the, your ap- approval to like, just relax. And like, and I mean, I know he's going to be okay with it. Like this is technically my off season. So it should like, I shouldn't, I should be not be freaking out over a missed day of programming, like um, keeping my mind and spirits 
right is a little bit more important. He was totally, totally fine with it. Yeah. So you feel good now that you've been back a couple days? Yeah. yeah. I didn't start myself like a robot. I replaced all the cables from last week uh, on this thing, and I have done every YouTube search on how to get the optimal settings. So I'm tr I'm trying my best. It's weird. It's kind of like when you first start talking, it like takes it a second to pick you up because um, a sentence in, you sound great. Okay, let me look at my settings. And this is so exciting for the audience. Ken says the sun wipes you out. I think it was partially the sun and partially the alcohol, Ken. <laughs> Does that help anything? You sound, yeah, you sound okay to me right now. Okay. So I, I have the phone hooked up, and I just muted that channel. So hopefully that'll help. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, if you're just joining us, um, in a couple minutes, we're going to have the director of the Fresh Coast Games, uh, which are coming up in a week and a couple days. Uh, in the um, a couple days in the uh, in Michigan, yeah, that's where you live, Michigan, uh, on Lake Michigan, correct? Correct, correct, correct. And everybody's saying I'm still having bad audio. I can hear you right now. Who's on fine there? So. Yes, it is the Fresh Coast Fitness Festival. It is next Saturday and Sunday. It's a two-day thing. Um, Russ can talk about that a little bit. Um, can you hear me, Bruce? And um, it's on the beach in Muskegon, Michigan, right on Lake Michigan. I love that shirt, too. Jody, it's one of my faves. Thank you, Here. Travis. Russ Mock, uh, joining us now. Uh, he is on mute. I hope he knows that. <laughs> and there he goes. Can you can you hear us, Russ? We cannot hear him. So there's a microphone icon, and then there's a gear that takes you to settings, and you need to make sure that your microphone is set up. And now unmute. Nope. So the other, okay. So, they are on Lake Michigan. You have participated before. 
Correct. Several times. Again? Yes. Uh, and Russ said one second. He just texted. So um, it's all outdoor? All outdoor. Um, there has been some years that it's like rained. Um, and we've just sort of made deal with it. I, th I don't think it's ever been like so bad, like such a bad storm that we couldn't have it that I can recall. Um, the water, so there's usually an event that has swimming and there has been some years that that has been not good, like huge swells um, and people getting basically like stuck out there. Um, and it's cold. It can be really, really cold in Lake Michigan still at this time of year. Um, so that like, that like immediate jump in your body, like clenches, freezes, that has happened to a few people. So I know they've had years that they've had to like shorten that or take it out. I think we can hear you now. Can you hear me? We can. All right, sweet. Sorry about that. No problem. So what's up? Thanks for having me. Yeah, welcome to the show. Um, super excited to have you on. So you are, are you like the director of the Fresh Coast Games? Yeah, I guess that's my title. Uh, yeah, I own uh, Muskegon CrossFit over here on the west side of Michigan. And uh, and then, yeah, we started doing this little beach thing and kind of started growing it. And we're eight years in now, so it's been fun. So you, you told me by text that it's a, a little tiny gym. How, how many members at the gym? Uh, I mean, not tiny, but uh, I mean, we probably have a little north of 100 members. Okay. Decent size. Um, yeah. And yeah. How, many, how many of those members volunteer to help put on the games? So that's what makes our event pretty unique, or I'm really thankful for, is the fact that I probably, it's crazy, like probably 75% of those members show up. Like, it's just crazy. The whole community rallies around it. And, uh, and I think that's been great for our community. Like everyone kind of almost even knows their jobs now at this point, as far as my volunteers that are in like really key places. Um, and they look forward to it and we try to make it as fun of a weekend as we can, even though it's probably the hardest weekend of our lives. Uh, the joke is they get more to work out than the competitors. So it's a good time. Yeah, volunteering is underestimated in the whole CrossFit space. Yeah, it's, I mean, you hear people talking about how, like, the judges need to get paid and all this, and, like, I hope that we can get to that point. It's just the numbers and the economics, like, you've got to have, like, pretty good sponsors and be pretty big to be able to, like, do all that. So, eight years ago when you started this thing, how many athletes showed up in year one? <laughs> so... It was 20 teams, I think. We had five platforms, so we were running, like, heats of five. There's 10 men's teams, 10 women's teams. And uh, and it's just funny to look back at pictures because it's just way, way different than what it used to be. The whole idea came from we would do beach workouts. So we're right – we're probably five miles from the beach. And so we would do a beach workout for our gym once a month in June, July, and August. And uh, I don't know whose idea it was, but they were like, hey, let's do a beach competition. And therefore, Fresh Coast was born. Well, eight years later, how many teams are signed up this year? Um, we have 210 teams. 
So nice little 10x. That's pretty good, I guess. <laughs> it, how many, how when, many... when you started, it was one day, correct? It was yeah, just it was Saturday. Just a Saturday, a Saturday throwdown. Yeah, 20 mm -hmm. teams. So there's 60 people. And now we'll have 630 people over the weekend on our beach. So we get people from all over the state. West Michigan's huge, but we draw as far as like Wisconsin, Illinois, uh, Indiana. And some people will fly back if they have friends, like they'll fly in to work out with their friends, which is really cool. Like when that started happening, I was like, oh, I think we're onto something. <laughs> Cookville this yeah. year. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's the big one. Uh, stressing out about that a little bit this year, but uh, but yeah, I guess um, you've made it. Boats coming into town, so. <laughs> so, do you have to take any other like special compensation because you have famous people coming in this year? Do I have to do what? Like, have any special accommodations, or like think about like just making sure you can get off the floor. Things like that. I reached out to Darren uh, and Ashton. You know those you know. guys. They're so humble and awesome. Like they're like, yeah, we might get a crowd at first, but then people will like sort of get it. I think he's just coming to have a good time. Like he gets to actually have fun competing now. Now that he's sort of retired, so um, so we're just trying to make it as normal for them as possible. Um, if they need anything, then yeah, I mean we'll try to make him as comfortable as possible but um but yeah i think they're just having coming up to have a good time he's making a vacation of it with his family and stuff so should be cool very cool i think all uh, the people that have come to our event for the last like eight years like jamie how many times have you been here like i want to say this is either six or seven for me I'm, yeah. i know i know i wasn't there the first year but um yeah so i think all those people are pretty stoked about it i know like I've gotten some texts, like, is it true? Is it true? And like, people are excited to like share the floor with him. So that's kind of cool for people. Yeah, that's, that's super cool. I'm um, stoked he's doing my workouts. Like, that's like a dream right there. <laughs> yeah, so speaking of the workouts, you're on a beach. How creative can you get and how hard is it to program an out, an all outdoor beach event? Um, there's a lot of risk involved. Um, we've been really lucky with weather. Like the most we ever had was like an hour rain delay, like nothing crazy. Um, knock on wood. Um, yeah, you're kind of out there in the elements. Like we're actually in the sand. So like, there's like a, some Florida competitions where they're at like a resort or something like that. And they'll do like one workout in the sand, but we're out in the sand. Like we take out platforms and it's a rough day on everyone. Like, just for the athletes getting from, you know, their tents to warm up to just trudge around and sand is tough. So there's a lot of uh, logistics. But, um, but again, my, that goes on my team. Like, they're willing to put in all the extra work to make it happen. But as far as programming, it's, it's a humongous area. So, like, we can do whatever we want out there, which is kind of cool. Um, the city of Muskegon has been really awesome as far as just letting me do whatever. Um, and the sand, obviously we got to play that up. And then the water, we got to play that up. So trying to um, use it in lots of different ways. It's, it's a lot of fun every year. So what I'm hearing you say to our listener, Bruce, is that 
Michigan beach competitions are way better than Florida beach competitions. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm a little biased, but our sand's a little nicer. And uh, yeah, I'd say we're, we're, we're better off. Okay. Just checking. <laughs> I want to make that well. So what workout are you most looking forward to? Have you announced all your workouts? Yep. All yep. workouts are announced. Um, so I'll kind of just run through like the flow of how we do this. Um, the first workout usually is just like more of a conditioning style workout, get the day started. Um, and the athletes don't have to warm up so much. We, it's a long day. So we try to get started early. Um, so this year it's like a bike into some burpees over a log into a run into the water. And then we get into like more CrossFit type stuff. My favorite workout is probably going to be the last workout. We're introducing rope climbs this year. And uh, so we've always done like a muscle up variation. And uh, we decided to um, foray into the rope climbing. And then we're coupling that with worms and a new implement that I haven't really seen used anywhere else. I don't know if you guys can tell me or not, but it's a jump rope rope. Like I haven't seen it on the main stage. I'm sure other people have used these, but um, it's like a three pound like rope like you would climb with, but it's, we're doing single unders with them, which are just as hard as double unders. If not, I'd say harder. If you agree, Jamie, have you practiced? I haven't, but I know like if anyone watches Hiller in his gains box, that I think he got like two oh, months ago, he, he got that rope. So if anyone's familiar with it, that's where you could see the rope. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, this year with the whole crossovers and the single unders and going back to basics, I thought it was um, a nice way to, you know, kind of get on that train. Uh, I'm pretty good at double unders, and I max out at like 50 unbroken on these just because it's so exhausting. Um, but it's great because anyone can do a single under. It doesn't have the skill component. But the heft and the grip and just the way that rope moves, it's it's going to be a new challenge for people. So. so in the notes, I think Jamie typed this. So if she wants to take it at the your last question. Oh, yeah. I mean, I said, how difficult is it for you to come up with new interesting events? Like you, you basically tried to implement a new piece of equipment or a new – new something new each year um i know you've you did the bag that you like we had to carry somebody on and as the pull we've done the like water bag um lunging thing which legends had done um but you're bringing out bike we you brought out bikes that we went on the sand with the big tires now you're bringing in like actual like almost like an assault bike right yeah so um we're using the the fringe sport raptor bike so it's kind of like the best world between like an echo bike and an assault bike um, so it's belt driven. So it's got that feel, that smoothness of the echo bike, but it's got the same frame essentially as the assault bike. So we're going to use that this year. Yeah. But one year I mean, we I think bring bikes out. We had fat tire bikes and I made you guys ride them and some people weren't so great at it. So they ended up running the whole thing with their bike, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think people will be happy with this bike version for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so what's the schedule like for the weekend? Um, for the athletes? Or like if you're a spectator and you want to come watch? 
Oh, um, yeah, the gates yeah. are open at like 8 a.m. And or actually 7 a.m. I think it's 8 a.m. though. Um, and actually at 7 a.m. because the first workout starts at 8, and then we'll run heats of 15 uh, throughout the day, and then. It's a long day, like I said, so we finish around 5 p.m. for the award ceremony. Um, and we've got activities down there for people. So, like, a lot of people will bring their families. They'll bring up their pop-up tents. And uh, you've got the beach, obviously. We've got cornhole. We've got – we're going to have some table tennis out there. Uh, we've got all sorts of stuff out there for people to do to stay entertained. So, is there is there a cost of admission? Uh, it's five bucks. So, it's not – crazy or anything like that i people were telling me i should like double it because rich is coming but i was like nah let's <laughs> let's not do that <laughs> no need to gouge right <laughs> no exactly that that helps us like you know bringing more porter johns and you know fencing and all this stuff to there's a lot of costs involved so so jamie from an athlete perspective how much fun is this workout because it's so different I, I love it. Like you, I like to be out in the sun um, and we'd only get that for so long of the year. Um, so I try, always try to like soak up my outdoor time and I'm not necessarily super close to a beach. So like getting on, on the sand, running on it, like it's just a new experience for me that I only get to do a few times a year. So I love it. I, I love this comp. It's it's different. I don't do a whole lot of team stuff really anymore. It's teams of three. If, I don't think we even said that, um, but it's same gender teams of three. He has a master's division. I'm actually with two other masters women. So we're in the masters. We won the masters last year, trying to defend it this year. <laughs> um, I've got a question, Jamie, like I've always thought about like the athletes because it is a long day like do you do you get an airbnb and come up here on friday or do you stay the whole weekend or like how's that as an athlete so i'm pretty lucky my sister um lives in grand rapids and has her boat in grand haven um so like i usually sleep at her house on friday night and then get up and and just drive there and like last year, I got super lucky. They drove their boat over to Muskegon, like, like anchored out, and they all wanted to go to the deck for dinner anyway. And we just so we ate at the deck and got on the boat and rode all the way home to the marina. So I like, I was living it up last year. <laughs> you probably slept good after all that. That was <laughs> <I did. laughs> the Scott. The best part is we're next to this place called the deck. And it's like this awesome venue. They have barbecue. Like they've got like five different bars. It's like so a lot of the athletes will go there right afterward and celebrate. Um, so people have missed the podium actually because they're over there and forgot to come back. So, <laughs> so you run it multiple days with different groups each day. Yeah. So we have an RX day and an intermediate day. So Saturday's RX. Um, so like a little more competitive, and then. Uh, we, we tone it back to like the everyday CrossFitter. So like it's intermediate, it's not scaled. Um, so you're, they're still doing pull-ups and toe to bar, but like in our third or our, yeah, our third workout, the guys or everyone has to do max bar muscle ups with time remaining. And in the intermediate, they'll do max chest to bar pull-ups in the time remaining. Awesome. 
Well, Russ, I want to thank you so much for jumping on with us. Uh, I am sure that we will uh, recap this with Jamie after the weekend uh, and see how everything went. Yep. Uh, and uh, yeah, thanks for having me on, um, Jamie. We'll see you in about a week. So yep. let's hope for no weather and uh, and hopefully you can end up back on that podium. Yeah, and good luck with the setup and everything next week. Thanks so much. Appreciate you guys having me. Thank you. All right. Well, that was Russ Mock um, with Fresh Coast, the Fresh Coast Games. So, uh, T. They bring out, yeah. Oh, thank you, T. Um, they bring out, um, should have asked, talking about this. Um, they always bring out, you know, the FL sports guy. Do you know the photographer? Uh, I feel like. So he's there. He's been there every year, at least for like the last three or four years. And I know he's coming again this year to do photos. And he gets amazing photographs of the athletes. And they usually put together a small, I should have had you bring it up. Um, they usually put together like a 90 second video reel that they put together when the comp is over. And it's like a nice flyby drone shot of the beach all set up and like a few people doing some of the events that they catch. It's cool. It's a cool shot. And so Bruce is some people. I think he's missing. I I couldn't hear you there. Uh, Bruce asked some people. I think he's referring to partying at the deck and missing the podium. Oh no, I have. I don't think I've ever missed the podium. I, I haven't missed the podium. I usually have like a cooler and I stay there until the podium's over. Then I go over to the deck. You have a I have a cooler there. Okay. All right. Yeah, like a montage. Yes. And it's usually I, one of the years the um, Baywatch like theme song was the video behind the montage. It was awesome. Yeah. Do you know fun fact? Do you know who sang the Baywatch theme song? No. Survivor. Survivor. I don't know who that is. I have a tiger. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I saw them in concert. A lot of people don't know we do this song, but here it is, and they did the Baywatch theme song. That's crazy. That's cool. Why is my audio horrid? It was fine today. And it sounds fine right now. Right? Is it is it just Bruce or are other people in the chat saying I'm horrid? Well, I can't hear you occasionally either. It it might be like when you move. I don't know. Because like you'll be totally fine and then you'll come back in and it'll be you'll break up. Okay. So Lex says yes. It goes it goes in and out sometimes. So frustrating. <laughs> you get all this nice equipment and it doesn't work. That's why I just stick with my phone. <laughs> okay. 
So what I'm going to do Thanks for coming on, Russ. It was great having you. All right, I'm going to have to try to get through this. That sounds <laughs> some, good. I can't get it to get to plug in. Ugh. Very, very frustrating. All right, so there's some news going on. Is our our first bit of news? We're going to go over the cut schedule. Yes. All right. So. Uh, it's been reported by multiple. It's been reported by multiple sources that there will be a cut schedule this year at the games, very very similar to um, the 2021 games. I'm going to go out here for a second. Hopefully, I'm back fast. Okay. I think it's on games.crossit.com also now if anyone wants to go look, read the. So, Travis, you said you tried to come to the event. I'm curious. <laughs> you just can't get away and make it that weekend? I think you would smash at an event like this, Travis, by the way. And yes, Jody Rich is coming to the event. Darren has come more than once, um, and because Darren is actually here in Michigan, um, and I think Rich just decided to come partner with him this year. <clears throat> okay, so can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Do I sound fine? Mm -hmm, you sound fine. Okay. <clears throat> I disconnected the roadcaster, which means Lex, I cannot take phone calls now. Boo. We'll plug it back in when we want to take a phone call. <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah, that sucks, Travis. So what did I miss when I couldn't hear anything? Um, well, Travis was saying he had, he had tried to get, um, get to be able to come to this event and, their title sponsor only allows so many apparel vendors, which super sucks. I think mean, I really think he would crush it at this. Yeah. I think LRX is the title. It don't, is. No, don't call me. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the same problem you ran into at MFC, correct? Vindicate. I can, I can send Carolyn the link. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, so did we, how far did we get in the cut schedule? Uh, I just told them that it's available on games.crossfit.com if they want to look at it. Uh, I didn't say the days or the number yet. Okay. So uh, basically what it is this year is after two days on Friday night, they will cut from 40 individuals to 30. 
they will cut from 38 teams to 30. And then at the end of Saturday night, um, at the end of Saturday night, they will cut to 20. Yep. Thoughts? Um, I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of cuts. Like, I think there's different, I mean, like, there's different events that are better for different people. And, like, to take that, some of those opportunities. And then, like, I just think then the points change, like, the way the points change. Um, I don't know. I'm just not a huge fan of cuts. I get it. There's a lot of people who, by Sunday, just want to watch, like, one or two heats and don't want to be bothered that's just not me. Like I, I love watching, like, you know, when we were at semis, I was out there for heat one of six heats watching to see if anyone had a home run hit. And it's cool to watch somebody like minutes ahead of somebody else um, that you may not know doing really well in an an event and push the later heats for a a time. Um, So I just, it's just not my thing, but I just think I'm a like, die hard CrossFit fan and want to see everybody compete at everything and where it all shakes out at the end of the weekend. So here's my biggest beef with it. And it's very similar to yours. I can probably handle a cut on Saturday night to to 30. But if you cut after two days, you have not given enough tests to be balanced to figure out who moves on to the next chunk. Right. And that's, that's what's happened in the years past when they've cut those first 10 and it just decreases the ability for people to make a comeback because the gap between first and 10th just becomes different. Yeah. So me... And we have special guest, CrossFit legend, <laughs> hockey legend, Taekwondo legend, everything legend, Carolyn Prevo. Hello. Hey. No, I read the cuts today, and, like, I just don't think it makes sense, the sport of fitness. Like, every event, and I've been on both sides of the cuts. I've been cut twice, and I made the cut last year. And it just doesn't make sense. Like, our sport, every test is different. A sprinting event is as valuable as a max lift, as a gymnastics couplet, like, whatever you want to do. Each test is important. When you make it a cut the order of the events now matter because if you flip flop the events and my strength is at the beginning, like maybe I make the cut, maybe I don't make the cut. Like it just, it impacts too much. Um, and then the, like, like you said, Jamie, the point system also changes. So those events on Sunday are now worth way more than the events on, you know, Friday and Saturday, for instance, like it just doesn't make sense. Like if, if you did, like, I think the closest thing to our sport in terms of events, different events, is a decathlon. You do not cut after six or seven events of the decathlon. Each event is different. It's not like a baseball tournament or a hockey game, like, where there's elimination brackets. Or, six or, or, seven or swimming when you're doing the same event and you're getting cut as the, you know, sprinting and stuff like that. It's the same event that you're doing and there's cuts, like, these are different events. It makes no sense. I get that it's maybe logistics that they want to cut. And, um, but like they just, if they invite 40, 40 should take the test. 
if it's that much of a problem, invite 30, whatever, whatever needs to happen for everyone to take the test. They've all earned their rights to be there. Allow them to do the test. That's my rant. Okay, here. You're muted. <laughs> I didn't know if it was because I was in the car. <laughs> so I don't have my headphones, so I'm trying to mute when you guys are talking so it doesn't double play. But so um, anyway, we have a long way to go in fairness in this sport. And this is just one of the, the issues. Um, the fact that I don't I don't want to get into that because we've got a lot to do, lot to do tonight because that was going to be a big rabbit hole. Maybe that's our discussion next week. Okay. <clears throat> There's so many things that aren't fair right now with the way the season is set up. And I don't, I don't know if you heard the Cooper talk today, but like the fact that the, the winner of Africa would finish 56th in the East there's got to be, and I understand you're trying to include all the different countries and grow, but, but people like you that were in the East where 20 points separated seven spots to get to the games like that. And then you have people from Africa going that couldn't even make it in the East. It's, there's just so much, so much wrong. Hey, Lex. The only thing I was going to say, because you brought up Africa, is um, a lot of the people who will be below the cut line are from, like, more of the the regions that are, like, developing countries where that cost to get to the games is more significant and impactful to them. So with that, like, it's tough to say, like, oh, they're coming to compete for a day and a half or two days and are still paying the same amount as, you know, or more than everybody else to be there for the full experience. And uh, I mean, you know, they may not be like the top of the top, but like they qualified for their particular region. So they earned their right to be there and they should be able to finish the entire weekend so that they're like, they're financially like justifying that expense to be there or say, you know, they have an event that they're, they could smash later on in the weekend and like knock it out. Like, it's, you know, their wheelhouse. They know they're going to win the event or it's going to push them up that leaderboard. That's more money in their pocket. So, like, you're taking them out of even getting that opportunity to, like, earn more money, you know, kind of break even on the weekend or even, like, win an event and, like, put their name out there to be able to, like, sustain their CrossFit career after the games. That's my two cents for, like, just for those particular parts of the world and the people that um don't get don't have that same opportunity or that same privilege where their games experience is paid for and and what hammers at home is what just was reported by barbell spin today henrique moriera and his visa issues three applications three denials trying to get just get here to the games all of those things you have to go through just to get here and you may be cut after Two days. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, like there's money on the line for every event. And like now there's money one through 40 and every place like matters. And a lot of times there's home run hitters that are towards the end of the like that are on the other side of the cut line. You know, Colton's been cut a few times, I think. 
I don't oh, want to yeah. get that wrong, but like he could win an event at the games. You know, if the right combination is there, that's you know that could be a changing moment of the games. Like, and then all of a sudden he gets more sponsors, and all, like if he's wearing the right shoes, you're getting extra money. Like, it's just a moment that they can take away from certain athletes that could really shine or just move up on the leaderboard. Even if it's a few spots, it could be the difference of a few thousand dollars. Like it, it makes a difference. Yeah. So, um, congratulations guys. While we have you on here, uh, so happy for you guys. Thank you. Are you still celebrating? We're in the parking lot of the, the doctors because I'm waiting to get an MRI on my elbow. <laughs> of course you are, Lex. So that's our celebration. <laughs> you, you get two MRIs a year? <laughs> okay. Be something oh. new. Oh, you were muted. Uh, uh, different body parts. So it has to be a different new part of my body that needs that is injured. So... And eventually, you'll just be the bionic woman. Yep. That's the goal. Well, thank you guys so much for jumping on and taking the time to vent. We always appreciate your opinions. And in the enjoy, chat. Uh, enjoy the doctors. Yep, we'll be in the chat, though. <laughs> Bye, See guys. ya. Bye, guys. <laughs> so we talked about Henrique Moriera and his visa issues. Uh, he is on a team, a uh, member of Templo SA CrossFit. Uh, if he can't make it, his alternate will make it, uh, the team. Uh, okay. Uh, the team will still be able to make it, but he is struggling right now. Yeah. No, I, all of their points completely valid. Like, yeah, it's just, I just really wish they would rethink it. Um, it's just frustrating. Yeah, Bruce, if you read Lex's comment, Carolyn and uh, Lex just got married last week, I think. I think it was last week. Yeah. Um, so still in that honeymoon phase. I'm in year 26, not in the honeymoon phase. Anymore. <laughs> All right. I'm in 15. So, <clears throat> Uh, I wanted to talk about earlier in the week, Proven put out a video uh, where they announced that they were a sponsor uh, of the CrossFit Games. Um, I know Jamie, you texted me. I know Cheryl texted me. I got a lot of people texting me. Um, I think it was revealed later in the week that it's more of a partnership than a sponsorship and that a lot of the camps... Um, are partnering with them to run a certain aspect at the games. And that is the affiliate on site and um, some activation centers, things like that, not necessarily having a part in the actual program or anything of the games. Yeah, I think, um, First of all, I just think like the impropriety of it, the way that it was announced is just not okay. Like whether it is just a sponsorship and they're just there doing nothing that has any impact. It didn't look good when it came out. People are going to not read into things and have their own assumptions. And I think that's just terrible. Um, 
I don't quite understand why, like, why don't they just have a booth? Like, you know, there's always army out there and, um, like GoWad is out there running things for people to do. Like, why aren't they just one of those? I, I think so you were busy coaching last year. Did you see the affiliate, the on-site affiliate? Are you talking about like when you walk into Bender Village and there's like just affiliate people can go in and they can like get a workout in? Are you talking about that? No. So what it is oh. is it was a temporarily set up affiliate. Anybody could sign up for a class and do a drop in, but it was designed to show affiliate owners how you could set up a small gym with not a lot of cost, with not a lot of extras, um, and still be able to have good quality workouts. And last year they had seminar staff or CrossFit celebrities. Uh, the class I attended was coached by Paul Tremblay. And, um, and then he coached a class and, and showed like a good warm-up, a good how you address people at the board. It was just kind of like, this is what we think would help a new affiliate owner. And if that's what they're doing and they're, they're contained to that little area, then I'm cool with it. If it's. Is every, is training tank allowed to be there and run one? Is HWPO allowed to? Is underdogs? Like, is any, is anyone? Like, I don't understand why do only two, maybe two get chosen to do this. Yeah, I don't and, know. I, I know Mayhem is part of it. I know HWPO is part of it. And I know that Proven is part of it. I don't, I don't. So, okay. I reached out to CrossFit and I said, hey, can we get an official statement as to what this means? Because if you're letting the training camps make the announcement, how the hell do we know it's factual, if it's true, or we have no idea what it means? And so far, that was five days ago, crickets. Great. And that has been my beef with CrossFit this entire season. They let other people have the narrative for 48, 72 hours or a week. And then they try to put the toothpaste back in the tube a week mm -hmm. later, and it's going to be a mess. Yeah, it's going to be a mess. I mean, this is exactly what we were talking about when we asked the question, like, why, like, reach out to these part, like, other media people that want to, like, share information. Like, you would have done it. There's plenty of other channels that would have put out and explained what, like, the plan was. Give it all. I mean, you give it all. To at least when, when Jocko Fuel becomes a sponsor of the games. Why wasn't there a press release when Proven becomes a partner? Yeah. I'm, st I'm still confused that like, so while I was there last year, I, I know there's always like the fan experience, like you can sign up for a workout um, and they have like a lift and a workout. You can sign up for either. Is it that? Different. It's not even that. Okay. So it's the not even that. The fan experience became more of like a kid's place. And then there was some workout stuff over there as well. So the adults could work out and the kids could play. This was, these were smaller classes because it was a very small affiliate. 
Okay. And they showed like what a, what a, a lobby could look like, what a, and please hear me. Out. It was an awesome concept. Like it I felt like, like I learned during that class and it was a good workout and we did it with partners and stuff like this. <laughs> my issue is the lack of communication, which has been my issue the entire freaking season. Yeah. And I just think it's just weird of them to like even bring other people on for that. Like, are they not pushing cap or like this should not come from HWPO. This should always be run by the seminar staff. And I mean, they're the ones who give people all ones, bring you on classes, teach you how to do things like they should be the ones doing it. Sure. Makes sense. But I don't know what it all means. I don't know what all entails. I'm just guessing from seeing what I saw last year and what O'Keefe said on Savon, I'm just piecing things together and I have no idea. I don't know what it all adds up to because CrossFit won't answer my question. I mean, yeah, now we're left to speculate and get flustered and got me all worked up. <laughs> they should just answer some questions. Right. Like, they could have said, listen, let's make a joint press release. You, your videographer can do the video and we'll make a joint press release. And so everybody understands what it is. <clears throat> it's just, it's just dumb. Oh, I agree. I don't even know if I want to talk about the Dave Castro week in review now, because when I did this at the round table on Monday, on whenever yesterday, Carolyn, lit me up for a good 15 minutes after the round table. <clears throat> so I probably should have just kept her on. So I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to play this part of the Dave Castro week in review. And Carolyn's probably going to blow her top again, but we need to talk about it because you need to hear what that is. So with that, uh, hopefully we can hear this well. Um, one other piece no. about um, he mentioned desire to we can hear announce oh you can't I can't the last minute. And really when I heard that framing of desire to announce the events last minute at the games, in general, I'm not talking about this year, but over the 17 years we've done these, 16, this will be the 17th. Um, it really made me think about the core methodology and what drives the programming and what drives the, um, how we program and how we create the games. And one of the early- Let me know when he's done with the unknown and unknowable stuff. Prepare for the unknown and unknowable. And that phrase, when I created the first games, was definitely one of the driving um, driving key phrases of the methodology that I wanted to preserve and prepare for the unknown and unknowable. The way we did that was through another um, kind of method, um, a piece from the methodology, a hopper, hopper concept. And for the first games, we used a hopper to pull the workouts out and to, um, for one workout and to, uh, to show the athletes what they were going to do minutes before they did it. And ever since then, the unknown and unknowable aspect of the games 
has been uh, has been there. And sometimes we announce workouts a month out. Sometimes we announce workouts a few weeks out. Sometimes we announce workouts a few days out. Sometimes we've announced them a few minutes. Um, obviously, the few minutes piece is is very rare, but we've we've even done that. All in charter of prepare for the unknown and unknowable. Other things, well, so as he finished his point, yeah, have to take that prepare for the unknown and unknowable, and um, prepare a wide variety of things because they will not know what they're going to do with constraints. I would say, and the constraints come from um, our definition of CrossFit. CrossFit is constantly varied functional movements executed at high intensity. So even even when we say prepare for the unknown and unknowable, we're going to channel it down to uh, constantly varied functional movements executed at high intensity as kind of a charter or a guideline guidelines for how far outside of the box we go. So constantly varied functional movements executed at high intensity. You wouldn't find shooting in there. And that's why people are always like, hey, can you, uh, will you guys ever do anything with uh, She's talking about shooting right now. That is unknown and unknowable, but it's not within our definition of um, fitness. Okay. I figured out how to use my headphones now. Okay. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Um, so anyway, Carolyn um, and I talked about this yesterday, and she thinks it's time that we get rid of unknown and unknowable. There are too many okay. leaks. There are too many leaks um, of workouts, and she has been present for cases where athletes knew what was coming at the games, and she had no clue. Um, yeah. You have demo team members or test members who are part of a training camp who share that information back with people in their training camp, and um, and that she thinks. <laughs> it's time that we do away with the unknown and unknowable aspect of this for the CrossFit games. So I wanted to get your thoughts as a fellow athlete, what you thought about that. I, so I personally like love the idea of like chaos. Um, like I like that idea and I, I wish it would play out properly and like it really would be unknown to everybody but I totally agree. I don't think that is the case. And I, I don't know how you can combat that without, without having like one person possibly that you like that Dave completely trusts seriously, just Dave and one other person. And if for some reason somebody knows it, then we know that where the problem is. But like, I think that like would probably be your only way to like keep one, one workout completely unknown. Um, it sucks because I think I think that's a huge test of fitness. Um, I prefer those, like those moments where everyone walks out there and this is what you're doing and figure out how to figure out the best strategy for you, not try it in your gym and then and then go back and watch video and figure out, oh, that didn't work. I should probably break here. And um, that's gaming it. And I I just I like to see people go and execute and see what they can do. Um, but I, I agree. I, do, I don't think it's quite possible. So, I mean, I, it almost is like just, I guess, release them like two weeks before. So everyone kind of has a shot. 
So going into the conversation with Carolyn, I was exactly like you. I, I thought that you needed to have unknown and unknowable because then it favors the athlete that can figure things out. Right. And not just do it on the fly. Yeah. The more she talked to me is we can't have that because we can't get it to where nobody knows. Right. <laughs> and until we do, and, and here's the crux of the problem, right? We, we only know there's only so many people that can test these workouts and give valid data back. Sure. There's gotta be, there's gotta be one person that he trusts that he could, or maybe two, one male, one female, um, that he trusts enough to, I mean, test it once or twice privately with these one or two people and that's it. It doesn't leave the room, leave like buffer some time or, I mean, it's gotta be the right workout. Like you should be able as a programmer, look, like look at a workout and it, it shouldn't matter. He probably doesn't even need anyone to test it. Quite honest. Like he could test it. Like you, sh if it, you're doing like wall balls and bar muscle ups and whatever, like, you know that we're at 1.2 seconds per wall ball, figure out the absolute best possible situation with zero chalking, turnaround, whatever, and add a few minutes to it and write the workout and see who can blow it out of the water, I guess. Like if you're a good enough programmer, you can figure that out. He doesn't need somebody to test something that if he really wants it to be unknown and unknowable. Yeah. But who's going to be able to pull a sled to test if it's going to fold under or not? <laughs> well, I'm not talking about every workout. I'm saying it would be nice to have one truly unknown workout that maybe is a hopper, maybe is something like chaos. Like we don't, nobody knows the rep schemes, like nobody. Um, I don't know, but would it be nice to see one workout completely unknown? I would like it, but it has to be kept secret somehow. Yeah. I don't know. We're not going to solve it tonight, but um, I did want to bring that up because he said it in that week in review and let and uh, Carolyn and I talked about it yesterday. So I definitely wanted to share her opinions because she has been in the middle of it and seen, seen it with her own eyes that people actually know what the workouts are before they pop up. Yeah. <clears throat> um, Carolyn says, even if you test certain events or movements for CrossFit, it's not chosen that year at the games. You have an advantage going into the following season on ideas they have. I, yeah, I agree with that. Tristan says, for the people for the people for known and unknowable doesn't mean testing them with it. <clears throat> so Kenneth you're assuming that it was kept secret, but if they tested it, some people knew. And the key is that information is getting leaked to others, even though they had a curtain over the pegboards and they put on the big show for us to think it doesn't mean that people at that event didn't know ahead of time. And Carolyn shared with me instances yesterday where she's on a bus and an athlete in front of her is saying, well, I know this, this, and this are on the next workout. 
before it was announced to the group? Yeah, that's not okay. <clears throat> so, and then Tristan follows up. If you have a broad enough test, then you know who is the best at the known things and a good indicator of who will be best at anything still unknown. No, we're not no. surprised. <laughs> so anyway, so that's that. Um, we're already up on the hour. This show is turning out to be a long show every week. It, you should just budget an hour and 15. <laughs> Jamie, you just talk too much. Sorry. We still got to do our teams. Carolyn, I'm saying, I just... So Carolyn's saying, I'm not saying people are leaking info. <clears throat> I'm just saying <laughs> that it is happening almost every year. I, this, me, Scott Schweitzer is saying people are leaking information. I am saying that. Yeah. So anyway, we have ranked the top 10 teams. Um, and this was not an easy task, uh, because just finding out what four members are on a team can be challenging. So another huge shout out to Holly Dugan. Go follow her at DataWad on Instagram. Um, she is the one that is putting together all this information for us. Um, and Without her, I would not have been able to co compile a top 10 team list. So here we go. And the, the chat is still fired up about the leaking. Um, and so I'll just finish it up with, Carolyn says, there, there are people who take the NDA very seriously and would never say anything. And I agree. There are people in this world that are rule followers like me, who like my wife gets so frustrated that I will not park it like near a fire hydrant or I will not part like I will not. And she, she just hates that I do that. Um, but there are other people that will park by a fire hydrant and not care. Right. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to look at the team rankings. Um, again, what I did for the most part of this was uh, Holly made us a combined spreadsheet as if all the teams competed in the same area uh, and how they finished. So what I will say is I use that as my gentle guide, but I went with a lot of gut on this one. A lot of gut. <laughs> you guys are savage in the chat tonight. <laughs> Okay, that Benadryl is drying me out. All right, uh, I would never park in a handicap spot, and Travis, I always put my shark sharp shopping cart back. Always. So here we go. Let's start with ten to six. So, Jamie, read ten through six on your list. All right, my top. 10 through 6, 10, AB CrossFit Mayhem, 9, Mayhem Independence, 8, Move Fast, Lift Heavy, 
Seven, CrossFit, Aslo, Navy, Blue. Six, no shortcuts. Uh, mine is 10 is plus 64, CrossFit, 6-4, Army, Endgame. Uh, nine, CrossFit, OBA. Eight, CrossFit, Kilo, two. Seven, no shortcuts. And six, CrossFit, Invictus. I was shocked to see CrossFit, Oslo, Navy, Blue in the second five of Jamie's list. Yeah, I don't know. I watch I watch a lot of their videos. Um, I just don't know. How, like, I don't know. I don't know about them. Yeah, I uh, with CrossFit Invictus. I, I know people are probably going to ask about that, and it is uh, Jorge was not healthy at semis, and that worries me going into going into the games. Well, I want to say Aslo's one of their men had an issue. Sick. Yeah, he was. Oh, he was just sick. He was just sick. Okay. Yeah, that's what they always say. There's always something more going on. Yeah, yeah, exactly, Ken. You're not Canadian. Get out of here. So, any other thought processes? Um, no shortcuts. One Europe. We have them both in the bottom five. I know. I wanted to put them higher. I just, I don't know. There, you know, once you get, when you pull out those East and West, it was the same for in, individuals of North America. It's just hard to pull those, the other countries up high. I don't know. Yeah. So, um, and then you continued to shock me with five through one. Um, Jamie, go ahead. All right. Number five, I have Miss CrossFit Franco's Misfits. Four, CrossFit Omnia. Three, Tori and Mayhem. Two, CrossFit Invictus. One, Proven East Nashville. And I had AB CrossFit Mayhem at five, CrossFit Omnia at four, CrossFit Oslo Navy Blue third, CrossFit Franco's Misfits two, and Proven CrossFit East Nashville one. Um, the reason I went with Proven first is if you look at the combined scores, they were in the first week and they would have won four of the six events at semifinals. Yeah. Um, I, I don't, I think they're a buzzsaw. And as long as they are healthy, they have the two fittest women um, in the team world. And, um, you know, Tim Paulson and Tola are not shabby either. So right. I think they're going to do pretty well. <clears throat> CrossFit Franco's misfits for me, the number two, because they have been traveling the country together dropping in at different gyms, but they're together. And I think that being on the road and doing that uh, is going to grow them closer together and they're going to perform better as a team. And then Oslo Navy blue with two second place finishes in the last two years, they just, they have it to, to do to podium again. So I have them third. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I mean, yeah, I don't think proven is on. I, they're not touchable. I don't, I don't believe, I think they're going to win by kind of a long shot this year. Um, and then to me, it's just up in the air. I think, I don't think that, I think it's going to be extremely close, like two through seven, I think is going to be extremely close. Like 
I don't, I think even the second and third are going to be fighting all weekend. Um, it was extremely close in the West for the teams, the, the three teams tied. Yep. So like, I just feel like it's going to be events like that. And you throw in some of the other teams from the other regions and they break up some points here and there. I just think it's going to be extremely close. Um, Bruce wants us to talk about the difference between uh, AB Mayhem between you and me. I I almost moved them into the, the podium position because of their performance in the East and the crowd that they bring. But when I looked at the numbers and looked at what the other teams have brought in the past, um, I just couldn't do it. Yeah. Um, I was not a fan of their movement. And like, if I could have not put them in my list at all, I probably wouldn't have that kind of, you know, you were well aware that that kind of stuff bothers me. Um, so I probably just won't be rooting for them, but maybe they'll move better. I, and what I'm hoping is they actually will get no reps. They're not moving well and um, actually fall where they maybe should. So so with that movement, so I remember when you pointed it out to me, that was one event. Yeah. Did you feel it went on the entire weekend or just that one event? No, it was, it was basically that one event. Um, I, I, I think their movement outside of that was pretty good. It's just thrusters frustrate me. And when you like try to shorten them, I just, it just frustrates me. Okay. I just wanted to ask. So uh, with that, let's finish up with the CrossFit doc. Did you see it? I have not watched it, no. Okay. Then we don't need to really talk about it. I'll try to watch it before next Thursday. That can be one of our topics. Yeah, I'm I'm just not a fan of them anymore. I don't know why I keep buying it. Um, so they, I don't want to buy it. That's kind of my issue right now. <laughs> like, I'm never happy when it's over because I right. think I, – I just don't think – and I said it like on the weight loss show, I know that's probably not the appropriate place to talk about it, but um, to me, they missed like major stories from last year's games. If you're, if you're going to focus on the event itself, then focus on all the aspects of the event. If you're going to focus on the people, then focus on the people. Don't, don't half-ass both. So like, weather was a major component to last year's games. They had to move events from day yeah. one to day two. They had to flip the order. None of that was mentioned in the documentary. They had to, um, the capital, the finish of Rebecca and the crowd coming in, not even talked about. <laughs> um, like, and that's just a couple of them there. I mean, there's a, a bunch that like, I'm, I know I'm friends with Ariel, but like she won elevated Elizabeth barely mentioned. And she's like a blurred v version of herself behind Mal. So they can get a picture, a picture of Mal finishing. Hmm. Like, it, it's just like it, if you're going to do it as an event documentary, then document the event and, talk about everybody who wins if you're going to talk about the people 
and you're going to say, hey, we're going to focus on these four people, then focus on those people and do in-depth backstories. And, and Lex, I am not dogging Mariah for this. This has been a trend even when Marston and Heber were doing it, that this was going in a way where we lost the backstories of the athletes and we didn't get the full recap of the events. Like, I would want one or the other done full on way more than what we're getting today. Um, so I, I'm not blaming the director on this. I know that it has to be um, that this is coming down from CrossFit on what they wanted it to be. And I think they were so afraid to go in one direction or the other that it just kind of missed on all fronts. It was almost like it was an homage to Tia being her last year and she was going to retire and then she didn't retire and they lost the ending to the story. Yeah. And it just is. Bleh. There's gotta be more footage though. Like change the whole, and they took forever to put it out. So like, I don't know. I, I watched your round table and I agree with Amy, like mini releases, single events, however you want to do it, I think would be the way to go. Like people would eat that up. So the only thing that makes me optimistic and Cooper brought it up in our show this afternoon is um, the company box to box is who does the tennis series on Netflix, the golf series, the F one series. Like he has a friend there and his hope is that. And he, and he said it, I don't know if he meant to say it, but he said that like, it's something CrossFit wants, but box to box would have to sign off on it. Right. And he doesn't know why they wouldn't because it's a gold mine of stories. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> and so I don't want to read too much into it because I don't want to misquote Cooper at all. But when we were talking about that aspect of it, um, it got me excited because I heard that little tidbit and maybe it's cause I wanted to hear it. Um, but man, if we, if CrossFit got a Netflix series, about the CrossFit season, my gosh, like I'm thinking about canceling Netflix because the price went up. I would not, not cancel. I'm telling you. Yeah. Yeah. So, <clears throat> uh, Travis, I, I can see the sarcasm dripping off that comment. So, Yeah. Yeah, I, I just hope. I hope that what I heard was right, and that's something we do see. Yeah, because be that cool. would be freaking awesome. Well, I know Sarah Sigmund's daughter is going to be appearing soon, in fifteen minutes. So I don't want to take up any more of your time. Want to make sure everybody can go to the bathroom, uh, get a snack, uh, so they can listen to Sarah. Because I know. All the changes she's made in the last few months, I'm sure people want to hear the whys uh, behind all that. And so I want to make sure that you guys go ahead and head over for that. With that, this has been a fun one. Yeah. We had Carolyn Prevo drop in on our I show. I know. That was awesome. Yeah. We just got to get her fired up every week. So she drops in for 10 minutes. There you go. <laughs> The, the Prevo segment. 
All right, guys. Thank you so much for hanging out with us tonight. We will catch everybody next time on Thursday Night CrossFit Talk. Later. C4 Energy, Extend, and Cellucor are delivering the most effective, best tasting, and highest quality products for you. Get 20% off when you use the code Clydesdale at checkout at C, the number four energy.com. That's C4energy.com. And now back to the interview.